Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, Force users of all ages, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by Alyssa Simmons. Hi, people. Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we have a very, very special guest commentator with us, Curtis Templeton, host of Beyond the Backlot, a YouTube series and an accompanying podcast. Welcome, Curtis. Ah, it's great to be here. I'm so excited. And today we are talking about Chapter 15 of The Mandalorian, The Believer, directed by Rick Famuyiwa, and by God, we're Star Wars fans. Ah, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Star Wars inside the Tauntaun. This is our podcast opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, and Dino talking about Star Wars. Like and subscribe. <laughs> I feel like this is a long time coming. We've been talking about this for a while, and it, we yes. finally made it happen. Yes, and like I said, I have been a, a listener, and I, in the words of Jabba, would say, you guys are my kind of scum. So I'm very, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. very excited yeah. to be here. Now, y'all can't see this because we're on Zoom right now, but like when we like f- like brought him into the Zoom room, this guy was in a full-on Boba Fett helmet. <laughs> yes, and he's got a very sexy T-shirt on right now as well. Yes, I I prefer Episode Five. It's very subtly <laughs> stated. Also, same. Thank you. Thank we you. Know exactly Let's be how you feel now. Everybody does. For so the sake. the mask has a, a a little history with us. My daughter found it about nine years ago at a garage sale for twenty five cents. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, and so it is a reissue of a, uh, a, a, a the guy's name was Don Post, who kind of uh-huh. has kind of some mythological history with Star Wars. He kind of helped in the licensing of taking the original molds from from Episode, I believe it was maybe Episode Five. Finally, when they got their sure. act together, and so <laughs> if you were able to get a Don Post fiberglass uh, mask back then, it's worth thousands. This oh is gosh. a this is a reissue. It's still worth a couple hundred bucks, but I oh my gosh got it for a quarter. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. Wow. Wow, the ep- wow! The epilogue was my wife and kids came home like, "Hey, we went garage selling. Like, we found this." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "You got the mother load." Right. Except she goes, "Yeah, they had a Darth Vader one too, but I just thought this one looked better." And I was oh, like, oh, "Come on!" Looking <laughs> 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 at Darth Vader, so, like, no, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, oh anyway. my God! Wow, that's a, that's that, a great that is, story. I love that. that. That explains why it's very legit. Yes, it sits so cool. on a shelf. I'm, I'm 
And very rarely do I wear it, uh, you know. But, but today uh, is a very special day. To be very special. So anyway, <laughs> well, well, Curtis, we explained at the top that you're the host of a, a YouTube series called Beyond the Backlot. Yes, and, and kind of give our listeners who might not be familiar with it a little a rundown. What was the genesis of uh, of, of this wonderful series? So. I mean, honestly, probably a lot like you guys, we are super fans, you know, um, and because we're uh, born and bred of the 80s, we fell in love with a lot of great films from the 80s and early 90s. Yes. And we uh, we have always you know, we kind of just would always get together and talk about movies without being mm -hmm. a podcast, you know. And then so mm -hmm. one night we were sitting around and um, a friend of mine said, we should do a podcast. And then another friend of mine said, we should do a TV show. And of course, it's like, <laughs> Sure. That's silly. What? That's let's just <laughs> let's wake up tomorrow and make it happen. Yeah, um, wheelbarrows and money here. Let's just right. Let's just do this. And so, uh, but by crazy happenstance, a, a month later, I get a call. I said, "Hey, we're going to do it. I got somebody to give us uh, some money." And uh, we went out to Astoria, Oregon, and and shot a an episode on the Goonies. And the whole thing about Beyond yes. the Backlot is. Um, we try to go to actual locations um, where movies became iconic. So cities, towns where movies from the 80s and 90s where, you know, before it was a lot of studio work, they were finding these characters, that, which were like the backgrounds and the, and the places mm -hmm. and the homes and the cities and stuff. So uh, our, our goal is to go to these places and kind of uh, show not just a then and now, but kind of recapture some of the uh the magic that we all fell in love with and so sometimes we add some visual effects to show you what it looked like then and what it looked like now we get uh some great hosts uh or sorry some great uh, guests we've had mm -hmm. uh richard donner who was a director of superman and yes. uh and creator of the goonies with spielberg we sat down with uh martin cove from karate kid who played john crease and so, so there's terrible. a lot of we get so some cool. fun people and again, like it is, this is a homegrown thing for us. We're not some big funded deal. It's, we just, we ask and we ask in ways that most people don't usually, we, we got Richard Donner because we sent him an overnight FedEx envelope. Uh, one of our, <laughs> one of our producers, so we're trying to say, how do we legitimize the Goonies? Like, how do we make it not just one of these show up at the city and, and do like the vacation here, you know, sh yeah, go to these places. Set, right. Set it up right. So we went through the list and we're like, well, Sean Astin, he's now in Stranger Things at the time. That's not going to happen. And he's then there's and like Corey Feldman. And we're like, mm -hmm. well, I don't know about that. that might go. Where's that going to go? <laughs> <laughs> That's a wild card. <laughs> Very interesting podcast. Actually, yeah, right. Either way, yeah. And then my buddy's like, what if we got Donner? And I'm like, that guy's Hollywood royalty. And uh, one of our totally. producers said, uh, you know what? Send him an overnight FedEx envelope because everyone opens an overnight FedEx envelope. That's uh, legit. That's yeah, he says, because you're either getting a check or you're getting served. And so you want to know either <laughs> yeah. of those right. things. Right. And Guys, so, I'm getting Dave Filoni's address. We're doing it. <laughs> so he it opened happened. it. They called us the day it arrived and said, what are you guys doing? And we're like, this is what we're doing. And so he said, uh, why don't you just come to my office and we'll sit down and talk. And it was like, <laughs> you know, oh okay. Uh, sure. We'll, 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 no problem. That sounds great. <laughs> So, uh, so we've always done that. We ask, we, we find ourselves in situations with people and aren't afraid of asking because the worst they can say is no. And so we've had a lot of fun with right. it. We just wrapped home alone after, uh, being in Chicago for a week and we've got another episode, uh, coming around the corner in January. So it's been a lot of fun. We, we love it. Yeah, it was cold, but, uh, <laughs> 
but it was fun. And and Home Alone was a dream because you know, oh my I mean, god, thirty you guys, year anniversary. Like, legit, this show yeah. that they do is is like nostalgia to the nth degree. It's so cool. You guys need to check it out. Oh, I appreciate that. It's we love it, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, and we can't wait to do more. So thanks for uh, thanks for asking about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, and and uh, now that we have you, I think this is a great time to uh, to uh, I don't know begin planning a trip to Tunisia when this um, <laughs> when this right. is all over, so that we can go really go right. see what Tatooine looks yes. like. Just saying. <laughs> see you there. So, truth be told, we have been trying to make a Star Wars episode happen. Believe it or not, and oh. uh, what's fun is Mandalorian has kind of opened the door a little bit because sure. of some of the locations they've used in this season, right? As yeah. well as Death Valley was a location for New Hope and Jedi, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. there are still some places. It's a heck of a drive, and it's very vague. Um, mm-hmm. but it exists. And so we're right. we're kind of thinking like I think maybe now with Mandalorian and, and Death Valley, we could probably pull together a very Star Wars uh special. Not holiday special. Do it. But just a special. Oh, that'd be rad. <laughs> that would be rad. <laughs> I want that. Yeah, keep us updated on that because that, that yeah. would be uh that'd be pretty crazy. Yes. Well who so I was... we would love to have Daniel as a special guest out there <gasps> some C three PO halter top and Absolutely. whatever oh my you know. god okay <laughs> literally like that would be Nothing a dream come true uh you know what's so funny too actually i um when i was in when i was in cats the musical i used uh c3po as my as my inspiration for <laughs> i really did this is not a surprise uh, to me at all no yeah no, okay, thanks. so Curtis, I was already going to ask you a couple like stupid Star Wars questions, but you've already answered one of them, which is which is your favorite movie? Obviously. Yes, it's, I wear it. It's tattooed on my chest as well. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> if you were going to have a lightsaber color, what would it be? Oh, that's a great one. I would have to go with purple just because I Sensible. love Mace, you know, and I love Samuel L. Jackson. So, oh my God, great. same. I love it. That's a great, great. Is answer. Mace Windu dead? Yes or no? Ooh, oh, good question. Good I gotta say no. I'm gonna I'm gonna land in the mytholo- mythology okay. of perhaps just we didn't see him die, so therefore he's not dead. Mm-hmm. That's so fair. Nobody, that's no fair. Deaths, Star right? Wars game, honestly. If you didn't see I mean, the person die, and even you if you did, fall. even if you did see the person die, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like now we're at this point where we saw Palpatine fall, Correct. and we thought he was dead. Yeah, but right. right. So. <laughs> Spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> if now, if you also, haven't seen it, what are you doing? Yeah, you're, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> now, there was, Press the wrong button. There was also like a, I was going to say, there was also some like fun, uh, like Mandalorian story that you had. Like, oh, I wasn't sure Daniel. if you were like, even willing to share it. Are you willing yes. to share it? It's okay. You don't I, have to. I am very willing to share it. I even asked my Ooh. wife if, if I was allowed to. So uh, she said, oh yeah, you got to tell them. Uh, <laughs> so what's, so some of the connection between Daniel and I goes back through to Huntington Beach and Huntington Beach High School and the School for yep. Performing Arts. And then yep. I'm, I met my wife in Huntington Beach um, and she came to Huntington Beach High School and, um, and then she had come from Huntington Beach High School from the School of Performing Arts, which was called OSHA at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was at OSHA at a time where like that class of people uh, went on to big things. Like she was Stars. there. Yeah. Like Matt Morrison. She was in school mm-hmm. with there. Um, uh, a guy named Teron Brooks was there who went oh, on I to TV Teron. and musical performance. He's, so He's the best. He's, so He's good. the best. And, uh, and Rufio. Pete, yes. 
And <laughs> Peter, which he was called Peter Pascal, but also known as Pedro Pascal, was mm-hmm. at school at the time. And uh, Pedro and my wife uh, went to Winter Formal one year together. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And so what's funny is, fast forward, like, we, who talks about that, right? So fast forward years and years and years. And I'm sitting there. Uh, I forget what it was. It might have been Game of Thrones or something. And mm-hmm. she had started following uh, uh, Pedro on Instagram. And she's like, oh, he's, he's coming up in Game of Thrones. You know, I was like, oh, you know this guy? She's like, well, Yeah. I mean, I went to high school with him. Uh, I went to a dance with him, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and so, I mean, squeeze me? just recently, her mom came up with like the photo album of like her life, you know. And of course, like, there's like two pages of of her Pedro Holy at the winter form. Like, it's so crazy, so freaking. Cool. So yeah, six degrees of separation uh, to no the Mandalorian. Six. <laughs> yeah, it's like two and a half. Uh, yeah. So, oh man, that's yeah, very dope. That's a lot of fun. I really it's, love it. That is so awesome. It's a good, it's a, it's a good dinner table. You know, you're out with people and you're like, oh, you know, uh, Christy, why don't you tell them a little about Pedro? <laughs> oh, you touched him. <laughs> you seen him without his helmet? <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. So it's great. It's great. Um, so we have a, we have an episode. Yeah, we, to, we, we oh, need to talk, talk about, about guys. this. We have an episode. Wow. What an yes. episode. Uh, and we're going to dive right in and, and as we always do, go beat by beat and, uh, break down all the wonderful goodies uh, in chapter 15, The Believer. So when last we left our heroes, they were on their way to spring Migs Mayfeld, played Mm -hmm. by Bill Burr, from prison. He's back. Uh, He's back. Uh, You'll remember uh, he is a former Imperial sharpshooter who in their minds, will be particularly useful in helping them track down the coordinates to Moff Gideon's ship where our long-lost child Grogu is being held. Oh, that poor little baby. Poor little guy. <laughs> I really hated that uh, we didn't have him poor with us this whole entire baby. episode. I really... It's yeah, very disconcerting. I not feel good about that. It's our first very episode really without yeah. him, right? Yeah, this was, this was like Adult Swim. Yeah, like all, all like all I could be thinking about was just him lying there in his little baby shackles. His I, baby shackles. They had baby-sized <laughs> shackles already for him. This is what is disconcerting about the Empire is the fact that right? it's not like even the stormtrooper had to go. Oh wait, sir, we've got those stored. We don't really use those a lot. It was like they just had them on. They were at the ready. Yes. Like oh yes, these right here. Oh, the baby shackles. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't their first rodeo with yeah. children. Right, right, exactly. Sick people. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, like, sorry. Not even children's like infant yeah. like size. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Horrifying. Like we're gonna Just chain sick. up infants. Jeez. Uh, okay. So right. we open up on the Carthon chop fields, mm-hmm. and and this is kind of a uh, a scrap heap. Uh, they're breaking down old ships. Uh, you get a lot of really cool shots of old Tie Fighter cockpits. Oh, yeah, so great. You see a downed yeah. ATST. Tons of little Easter eggs in there. Just kind of sure. a reclamation plant, almost, where they're breaking down all of this stuff. And and you get another look at uh, repurposed AT-ATs as mm-hmm. cranes. Yes, dope. Yep. So dope. Lovely touch. Uh, and I, I kind of thought to myself right off the bat, this looks a lot like an Imperial prison, too. And, yeah. and th- this is kind of where the episode goes in, in drawing mm-hmm. the, the kind of area of gray between the Empire and the mm. New Republic. It's like, yep. how different are they really? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a tough place. 
And the New Republic's supposed to be kind of that benevolent We're better than counterpoint. That. <laughs> but yes. here we are. You're free! Not yet. Right. <laughs> Not <laughs> yet. <laughs> we need free labor. Well, that's right. We still have to punish you, so. That's right. <laughs> oh, I meant so, the labor was free. Sorry. Oh, the free labor. That's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So we saw, uh, we see Mayfeld hacking or welding away at, at, at something. A security droid, a uh, very funny security droid approaches him. Yeah. That guy. Refers to him as inmate 34667. And I think he says this mm-hmm. about 15 yeah. times. Every yes. time he opens his mouth to address the prisoner. He, uh, yes, gives, prisoner three four six six seven. And the droid says, uh, uh, "Marshal Dune, you were to report to Marshal Dune. She is remanding you." Of course, this is Cara Dune in her new role as a marshal of the New Republic. She shows up. She is taking him off world. He's very confused. By and again, seemingly we're wasting zero time, you know, no, which is no, right like, nice. <laughs> Thankfully. And he doesn't know what the heck is going on. And uh, so she follows him. And then we, we see Slave One and down the ramp come Boba Fett in some slick looking Ooh, armor that good. has a new paint job. <laughs> looking real good. Yeah. This is this okay. So I, this is kind of a little confusing, but also I'm like, sure, that's great. <laughs> like when the uh, when the oh gosh, the the other ship. Oh god, I've already forgotten it because the it's Razor destroyed. Crest. The yeah. Razor Crest. Yeah, yep. when the Razor Crest came back, it was like all brand spanking new and really pretty. <laughs> and I was like, you just started working on that like two seconds ago. <laughs> like, wow, very you guys are good. Yeah, very, yeah, very yeah, efficient. Boba very put it in autopilot and went downstairs and, and painted <laughs> yeah, his armor. Yeah. That was, That's right. That's what I was trying to think. It's like, has he had those paint colors like sitting in the ship all this time? <laughs> just yeah, like, he's absolutely like, been waiting for it. Like, You're right. When this comes back, I will, <laughs> I've got all the paint still. Or like, does he have to stop at an outpost? i number 37. That's right, right. Like, is there, a, is there a Lowe's on Tatooine that's like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to mix this up for you now. That's, uh, oh, yeah, we, we've only... We've not seen this paint here for very long, but uh, <laughs> we haven't seen. We don't even make that shade so anymore. Years. He's like oh, the one down yeah. from it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me the closest thing imaginable. I loved it too how he like he was the first one like down the ramp, and it was almost like this like so runway good. like. Yeah, oh, it was yeah, like a right. swagger. Yeah, I got check it out. Here I am. <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly still a novelty. Like, and I was now. saying this to Alyssa and Daniel before we started, but it, just seeing Boba Fett and Slave One. Just in any capacity beyond what we've we've seen of him in the past, it's just, just cool. like such That's a childhood cool. fever dream that I never thought we'd ever totally. get again. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it doesn't feel yeah. right sometimes. You're like, is totally. this really no. happening? There he no. is. Do I deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do I do I deserve this? Uh, but he descends down the ramp, and and Mayfeld is like, oh, I thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were this other guy. <laughs> <laughs> referring to Mando, and then Mando comes down after him, and he's oh, like, oh, my. God. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Take me back. And, and uh, as you'll remember, uh, during the heist episode in, in season one, Mando, after after they all attempt to double-cross Mando, he, he catches up to them and and it, uh, imprisons them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so there's some bad blood there, but... Um, but he's like, well, what the heck do you want with me? Like, are you and, gonna kill me now? And and Cara, yeah, right. And Cara Dune was like, well, you're an Imperial, ex-Imperial, uh, and you have access to uh, Imperial clearances and protocols. You remember all your secrets, right? Right. And we're looking for a very specific ship, and you can help us 
do that. Uh, and so they they take him on board, like, and you get this for me? Uh, again. This is me geeking out over Slave One as it takes <gasps> off because you know, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, the cockpit mm-hmm. shifts vertically so he can fly. But they're sitting in kind of the passenger hold, and it does the same yeah. thing where the whole ship rotates vertically around Man, them. That it's just that such a cool to touch. Is very neat because we I mean, we haven't gotten to see that. Yeah. No, no, yet. no, never. Yeah. The ship. Mm-hmm. No, it's great. Very, very cool. Very gyro-driven, so now uh-huh. it's like, oh, yeah. here we go. That's how it works. That's yeah. how it works. Such yeah. a cool ship. Nifty, nifty. Wait, did we was get that, the opener yet? I can't remember if we was that the where, is that where the cold open start ended? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, yes. Correct. Yeah, and I, I was um, just gonna say too, like with the music specifically, um, it very radically changed mm-hmm. for whatever reason, and I'm I'm still trying to figure out what the significance of that is. If not, they're just like. Let's change it up and just be cute. Well, but what was like, really interesting, I was reading a, feel. I was reading an interview with Ludwig Göransson, who, who scores the series, and he, uh, for this season in particular, and because of COVID, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of changed how they went about recording it. So for, I think for the first three or four episodes, they only had access to string players. I was gonna say oh, it, this whole episode was super string heavy, which. But 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 they've built on top of it, and and in subsequent episodes they then added in right. horns, and then he said in the last couple episodes we had access to our full orchestra. Interesting. So it, the oh, music yeah. has kind of been building, which is which is an interesting dynamic. But he he but even this he had made like a it different. It, it even had like a different, uh, almost like a different rhythm to it. Yep. Yeah. Same 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 uh, theme, but like just in a different flavor. It's cool. So um, they explain to Mayfeld again what what they need him for, and he he then explains that, well, to get that kind of information on on the coordinates of a ship, you'd need access to an imperial uh, an internal uh, internal an in, internal mm-hmm. terminal, uh, and he said he says you could find one on the planet Morak, which is a secret imperial mining hub refinery, uh, which. Uh, they all say there's nothing there, but he reveals that there is a secret facility that the Imperial Remnant is using, uh, and it's used specifically to refine uh, Rhydonia, which is a very volatile, explosive fuel, Goes boom, boom, boom. really similar to coaxium, which they introduce in, in Solo. Yes. Right. Uh, but the Empire is, is mining it on this, this planet. So off they go. Uh, they reach Morak, and uh, this is really unlike any planet we've seen thus far in Star Wars, aside from maybe Scarif, but Scarif is more tropical, but this was a yeah. uh, full-blown Amazonian very rainforest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Very beautiful, very lush. Um, and another great touch, once they land, we see that the, the fuel is transported in... Uh, vehicles called juggernauts mm-hmm. which originally were uh, troop transports for the clone army uh during the clone wars and then we uh, then see one in, right and then rogue one we see them uh transporting prisoners on the the prison planet that the Jin was captured on and then we see it here which is uh, cool world building cool world building it's a neat vehicle i love seeing wheels mm. in star wars mm-hmm feel like we don't see wheels on vehicles very often <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like guys it's not that hard let's just build you know build yeah. some wheel 
Um, so they kind of uh, set up their plan. Uh, and basically, uh, Mayfeld is explaining that there's going to be facial recognition on this terminal. And they're all kind of going around explaining why they can't be the one to go in. Won't you be not it? And Fennec's like, I'm, I'm wanted by the Imperial Security Bureau. Uh, Boba makes a very funny comment. He's like, I have a feeling so they good. recognize my face. <laughs> so good. That's <laughs> such a great say. drop. Uh, love yeah, that. Such a great drop. So and great. it's twofold. It's one, he's a notorious bounty hunter that has worked on Imperial payroll before. But right. two, he is the face of the entire clone <laughs> army. <laughs> the entire <laughs> Which was phased out at a, 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 a time before the Stormtrooper Corps. It's just brilliant. And they, they haven't brought that up yet. Mm-mm. No, no. Yeah. But it, it, so Mando seemingly doesn't understand that yet but but yeah uh, a, a great little drop there and so funny and then and then mando is like well i'm not taking off this helmet so I'm not gonna do it. but but uh, but i'll go in there with you mayfeld and i'll keep you company uh so kara and fennec stay outside on the cliffs and they're kind of the lookouts with their snazzy sniper rifles snipies uh so first off they they commandeer one of these juggernauts kara uh, beats up the the pilots who were voiced <laughs> by longtime stormtrooper voices David W. Collins and Sam oh, Whitmer. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Also voices Darth Maul. That's and, fun. Um, th- Sam Whitmer again, are... just like I, he's he's going to be in numerous episodes. It seems like. Yes. Yes. Yeah, just dope. Uh, so so Mando and Mayfeld uh, take over uh, the the craft. They Don the uniforms of the pilots, and <laughs> you get this great moment with Mando. He and it reminded me of like a dog who has to put on one of those plastic cones after they get a surgery. Just so, so deflated, so and, uh, uncomfortable, just so deflated yeah. and demoralized. Guys. And the cone of shame. Is like, right. I wish yeah, I could tell shame. you you are pulling it off, but I I would be lying no, to not you. Not working. I also love the line about this thing stinks. Like there's always these little sub moments of like, <laughs> yes. like we've never seen stormtroopers in anything but their outfits, you know, like they don't totally. like, do, you know, do they, do they put on different clothes when they go back? You know, it's yes. like, no, do these guys right. wear this thing. Can you imagine wearing that thing all the time. Oh, gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> I know that that's like, like they, they've never, I don't know why and nobody's ever touched on that before, but it's such a wonderful little yep. morsel of something for us to grab onto. Like, it's just like when somebody says, oh, wow, it's hot, you know, and they're like, it, it's just like, it's it's something that you're like, oh, I can grab onto that. Like, I, I, I can tell that they're in a really hot place. Life in know? the day of a, an imperial... Yeah, it's great. Armed if they smell remember. bad and they're sweaty. That's yeah. great. I, I, that, that is what I'm going to imagine now when I see them. It's just really smart. Yeah. So, um, so Mayfeld uh, is, is driving the juggernaut. Uh, we get an interesting bit of information uh, that they have to dr- the the Rhydonia on board is really really volatile and they have to drive at a certain speed it's so just straight out of it. a video oh, game absolutely. by the way like numerous yes. video games yeah yes. like the, this this the, the, this happens in don't let the engine of... overheat sort of yeah this is a video game trope for sure which right. i love and they uh so they kind of clear the first first marker on the way to, into the base and they pass through this really small collection of huts it's a little, little village town. Of locals, <laughs> Daniel. 
always finds a way. Always finds a way. So good. Honestly, I got to stop for a second because when we started talking about uh, uh, his prison number, I almost went into two four six zero one. Like this is the welcome here. This was the lay Miz moment of the opening of the scene. (laughs) Three five six six seven. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Literally oh, right. sorry. I, I digress. No, I, mu- no, musical theater finds a way. It oh, always right. does. Okay, it really does. does. Um, <laughs> but, so we're passing through this town, uh, and it, it, it brings up, the again, the very interesting point of have things really changed between mm-hmm. the, the Empire and the New Republic? And this is where Mayfeld kind of waxes poetic about, oh, look, they're suffering. And it's all the same to these people, and they don't care yeah. what you believe in. Yeah, if it's the Empire, the just, New Republic, it's or the all Mandalorians. The same. He's like, you fought right. all of these Mandalorian civil wars and left, you know, wake, you know, ruins in your wake, and those people don't don't care what you believe in. Right. And he drops a really great line of, whether you were born on Mandalore or Alderaan. Yeah. You 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 believe one thing or the other, but neither, neither of those of places exist anymore. Exist anymore. Yeah. So yeah. what does it matter? Right. And uh, he's, I don't know, he's kind of trying to get under Mando's skin and, and Very by explaining it's like, we, we're, we're the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are nothing. Yeah, he got like. so huffy but he kind of that. throws it back Shut in Mando. Yeah. <laughs> and he throws it back in Mando's face. He's like, but you change the rules. You change your own life rules mm-hmm. when you're desperate. He's like, so what's the rule with your helmet? Uh, is it you can't take off the helmet or you can't show your face to someone? Because those are right. two very different yeah, things. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you'll do whatever. You're desperate and you, you know, need you'll to do, do what whatever. it takes to get the kid back right now. So you're, you know, making right. exceptions. It's just the way human beings work. Right. It's like you can cling to your ideals all you want, but uh, but uh, when push comes yeah. to shove, you'll change them at the drop of a hat. Oh, speaking of hats, what are these different? Have we seen these these trooper uniforms before? Yes, a different shade of color, but we've seen these. Uh, these guys, they they drove tanks mm. in Rogue One, or drove the tank in Rogue One on Jeddah. Okay, that's why they're I was, tank I was, drivers, like and then kind of familiar, but they're it's like it seems very like right. like they haven't used them much. No, no, it, there, there were some great Rogue One callbacks. To yeah, yeah, different uh, troop classes. Um, so then we hear a kind of a comms chatter, and some of the transports ahead of them have come under attack, and you see these giant explosions, and um, so cool. And it's, this... it's just great because, like, I think it, it's 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 smart. It's a, it's cheaper, but also b, I don't. It, it you just let uh, let ourselves use our imagination. Like we're just hearing like these terrified people and like gunshots, and then you just see the explosion in the distance. I love that. I well, this so this great. whole this whole next sequence where uh, he's they they drive by one of the kind of burning wreckages of one of the the transports. This reminded me, if you think back mm. to Dark Knight, of oh. Of when they've got Harvey Dent in mm. the in the SWAT vehicle and they go they go under one of those underpasses in 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 Gotham yeah and and then you have the Joker show up in the the you know the eighteen wheeler yes and they're 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 trying to capture or kill him that's exactly what this looks like to me you have the pirates Same size wheels, <laughs> almost <laughs> yeah right right so so they they are attacked by pirates um and uh, they which they... like wait a minute. Oh God, where where is Hondo Anaka at this point? Do we know? Oh, I don't know what happened to Hondo. 
Hondo Onaka. He's in, I don't he's know in where Hondo is. Yeah, he appears right. reg- he appears like seven times a day at Batu or something. He's in the ride. <laughs> That's right. He's at Black Spire Outpost. <laughs> but yeah, does he have any affiliation with like pirates anymore? I'm just yeah. curious. That'd be an interesting question. And I maybe maybe in his spin-off series, one Oh my of god, the if they bring him we have in Oh my god. Wow. Hondo a Star Wars story. Oh not <laughs> as well. This started <laughs> feeling like another Western oh, yeah. trope to me too, as they sure. started you know, getting on top of the uh, the, the 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 transport and then mm-hmm. the oh, you just fights. imagine like the horse carried like yeah. wagons like it, yeah, it, yeah it, totally as the hopping off of the side and getting on and it's the way the the fights were going back and forth and coming into the the tunnel you know whatever it, it fighting just, on the it, trains it felt very western and uh, 100%. there's, an, totally. there's yeah. another moment in, later on in the episode that felt again western too but we I just always feel like. We keep seeing this show up. This West, yeah. you know, they've always talked about this kind of being a gunslinger yeah. spaghetti it western. It does feel like they're like checking off all of the lists. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You're so and, right. And if, but it, but it was, it felt good. And what I also, uh, I don't want to be advancing yeah. this too far. You oh, told me to okay. stop no, please, if I please, do. Please, but please. like when, uh, when, when it seems like he's fought everybody off, and he just has this moment where he's like. <sighs> All right, let's yep. do this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the size. Like, all right. Oh, yeah, you Jesus know, it's good. like okay, and and I love too that we, he he doesn't have any of his toys. He doesn't have any of yeah. his no. normal right. Mando stuff, and he still just goes a at total it. Total badass. Yes. Total well, warrior. And, and man. what's what's really interesting, and you bring up a great point, Curtis, is is that he doesn't have the best scar. So when they're hacking away at him and he's blocking him with his with his with his arms and whatnot, how easily the armor shatters. And I'm sitting here yeah. thinking, God, they really just ma- mass produce armor for stormtroopers. <laughs> they, it is ineffective. And I mean, the life Again, of a stormtrooper just sucks. Is so so weird. <laughs> Stormtrooper <laughs> union, man. Yeah, they never get their fifteen oh, minute man. breaks on but, uh, time. Uh, honestly, no, no, no it, it sucks to be in the Imperial Armed. No railings, no railings ever. Class action lawsuits of mold in the suits. I mean, it's that's right. <laughs> oh God, that's great. right. And don't get me started on the barracks. I mean, <laughs> just these Tie Fighter cockpits—they just smell like death. <laughs> um, so. So he's fighting his way through them, and and they're trying to blow up uh, the Rhydonia with thermal detonators. Nice touch. A thermal detonator! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's a bit of a tick. Anybody says it, it just comes out. I don't know what that is. It is uh, perfectly acceptable. No explanations needed. Nope. Um, Not while I'm around. There it goes again. I'm sorry. There's there's some time again. So they, they pin Mando on the roof after he's gone through like three of these transports single-handedly. A few of them are able to jump on board. They pin him down and they, they plant a thermal detonator on Drydonia. A thermal all... detonator! <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> they, they, they plant it and you have this, this, this really tense moment of him having to get up and, and toss it off before it explodes. And then the moment Curtis was referring to, you see about... Five or six transports of pirates, every single one of them holding a thermal detonator. <laughs> <laughs> All activated, oh, and we're like, okay, there's oh, this God. is this is it's just, done. This sucks. This it's done. Okay, and, like I know that like there was like there's no way that this is possibly going to happen, but like didn't it feel like like the next 
step for some reason. Like I was like, oh, like this would be a Star Wars trope, like where he seemingly he's outnumbered and there's nothing left he can do, and somehow he uses the Force to like push <laughs> them all back. We're like, what? what? I mean? Like it kind of felt like what they were like, what they were heading into. But I'm, I'm glad they didn't. That was so <laughs> that's. Or, or that's I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go for it, Chris. That's what I love about that moment. Is you're exactly right. It tees yeah. up. I, in my mind, it's Slave One coming right. in, right? Like yes. I yes. just was oh, like, absolutely. this is it. Or Boba's coming in on his jetpack, and it's over. Yeah. And that's what I love about this episode is it's flipping perspective on everything. Yeah. So yeah. we we now really get point. this tee up, and we're thinking, okay. Here comes the Here good comes, guys. It's the yeah. bad guys. And it's the Calvary. bad guys. <laughs> but we're we're freaking stoked on it. And that's right. what's like, what just so happened? Great. The the yes. script has been flipped. And that's when you Never talk about so some of these conversations that were happening before about Alderaan, about like, hey, no matter what side you're on, what's happening? This episode just dives so deep into that because now it's like you're cheering for the bad guys. Wait, what? Right. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> These pirates were actually uh, in any other episode. We'd be cheering for them because it's the freaking Imperial right. Army. So, right. Yeah. That's you. You teed it up great because that's exactly what I thought too. I was like, this is where the the moment happens. But the moment yep. Yep. was rescued by the Imperial fighters. Yep. Man, it's like five fighters. Uh, yeah. And and they even remarked, it's like. I, I never thought we'd yeah. be so happy to see stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's literally it's it's a it's like a line for the audience. Like, why are we yes. relieved about the Tie Fighters yeah. coming in? What the heck? What well, and you get this great tournament. celebratory moment. Um, yeah. Again, talking about Rogue One, you see some of the shore troopers, right? Uh, that you saw on uh, Scarif mm-hmm. uh, in the kind of tan armor. It's cool to see those guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, as as the Juggernaut drives up to the base, they're cheered, they're, they're yeah, saluting, job, everybody's really it. excited. There's this. Uh, Kind you of made it. Level of yeah, <laughs> camaraderie, and 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 they, as they as they get as they pull into the base because they're clearly the right. only ones that made it, right? Yeah, uh, and everybody's celebrating, and and you kind of want to clap alongside them. It's, it's yeah. a dangerous life these guys live. Yeah, I mean, it, it's awful. It really, it it really sucks to be a stormtrooper. So yeah, they truly. little victories. Um. So they so they get off, and uh, Mayfeld explains that uh, if the terminal's here, it'll be in the officers' lounge. Uh, and he's like, "Wish me luck. I'm going in there." He walks in, <laughs> notices a very uh, particular Imperial officer, <laughs> and immediately and then about face walks <laughs> yep. out. It's like, "No, I'm this out. is not. This <laughs> not is happen. not going to work." Nope. Um, and he explains there's an officer in there named Valen Hess. Mm-hmm. Or Valen Hess, excuse me, uh, and he's played by an actor named uh, Richard Brake, mm-hmm. and this fellow has been in Doom, Kingsman. Uh, he played. This was an interesting tidbit. He was the the first actor to play the Night King in Game of Thrones in two episodes. Get interesting. The, oh my yeah. God, his face! Whoa! Right. That's uh, nuts. So he he's played some sinister. Well, and yeah. you 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 kind of crossed the uh, the line there about the Dark Knight, but he plays, I believe, his character's name is Joe Chill in oh Batman Begins. Oh, that's yes. right! Whoa! So that's Whoa. that's where the that's, like yeah, this guy is great at bad guys, and he's yeah. the you know he's the original. Uh, well, not the original, but in Batman Begins, he's the guy that kills uh, the yes the, uh, the Waynes. Whoa. So the Wayne family, yeah, yeah, that's intense. 
That's yeah, I, I just, completely ooh. forgot about that. Wow. And he plays a particularly nasty fellow. Oh, he's here. a he's a great actor. He's a fantastic. Yeah, so he really is. So he, great. he chewed the scenery on this wanna, one in the best way possible. <laughs> yeah, he really did. But uh, so uh, right away. Yeah. yeah, totally. So Mayfeld says we have to abort. He's going to recognize me. I served as a field operative under this guy, so I don't know if he'll remember me or not. But we cannot risk this. Uh, Amanda's like, okay, give me the stick. He's like, well, it needs facial recognition. You're not going to take the helmet off. He's like, give me the stick. I'll do it. Stick. So he goes to the terminal and he he plugs in the access code and uh, starts scanning his his helmet. He still has his helmet on. And then the, the panel freaks out and says, you have 10 seconds to, there's been an error, 10 seconds to rectify this. And the officer, Hess, is sitting over there going, like, what is going on over there? And then. What, is, what is that smell? Oh, he took what his helmet off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, it's the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then Din Djarin makes the decision. He, he pulls off the helmet, which is a, a watershed moment. Yeah. Anything yeah. for the child, right? And, Anything um, for the child. Wasn't it in the, the, the penultimate episode of last season two where he took yes. his helmet off? Yep. Yes. So it was episode seven last year where he took his helmet off. Okay. I think so. I'm right? sure, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. We, we, no, no. It was, it it was, was, the, it was the final. It was the final was, episode. You're right. It was the yeah. final episode. Yeah. yeah was, but but they, they kind of wiggled out of it because the only one to see yeah. him without it was IG-11. Right. 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 Who ended up so? so but here it. he is in a room full of Imperials, and not that any of them would recognize him. But he's like, okay, it's yep. he broke the code officially here, <laughs> and um, so it scans. He is able to to get the coordinates uh, to Moff Gideon's ship. Also, and that's then, re- really crappy facial recognition software. I just yes. got to be honest. <laughs> like, uh, we right? we, we don't know your face, but here you go. Here's the information. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? If you're accessing this terminal, you're probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> because we, we haven't had breaches of security in Star Wars before. Never. It's an older code, but it checks out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Will these people no. ever learn? Change the codes, Never. right? For crying out loud. Well, Forget hell, the thing. Emperor let them walk onto Endor, so it, uh, it checks out. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, over comes Officer Hess, and he's not looking too happy. It's like, where's your... What's your designation? And and, and Mando is like, oh, I'm a, I'm a co-pilot. I'm a Duh. transport co-pilot. He said, no, no. What's your TK number? What's your he's t- like, I, I don't, felt like I, I was watching know. A, and he's an ins- improv 101 scene there. <laughs> <laughs> where he was like, where Fallon was like initiating yeah. the scene. And Mando was like, I. <laughs> yes, and. Yeah, we're in, we're in a. So we're good. We're in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and wow, it's like, what's your designation? I yep. am stormtrooper. <laughs> I transfer. Yeah. I am job. <laughs> I am job. <laughs> or he goes full Michael Scott yes, and says, "I've got a gun." And then, uh, and then. To the rescue comes Mayfeld. <laughs> He's oh, like, yeah. I am TK, okay. blah, 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 blah. This guy's TK, blah, blah, blah. He's my commanding officer. <laughs> but you're going to have to speak up because he can't hear you because he lost his hearing in a, a pressurized accident so or something <laughs> to that effect. Yes. And this is another drop. So I've, I've gotten to where I listen really well on these moments. I don't know if you were going here because, you know, we're just talking. But No, yeah. He mentions a battle at Tanab. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Oh yes. Yes. So the the battle at Tanab is referenced in Return of the Jedi by right. Well, well, well. Where we will, have will. here, Lando yeah. talks about the Battle of Tanab, and so and his maneuvers, his maneuvers yeah. at the Battle of Tanab. <laughs> so, I, anyway, I just thought because every time someone they drop some of that, it's like, okay, I got to write that down because none of this That's stuff they're, they're making up on the fly. Totally. No, there's there's all these you know because of course Cinder comes up and you're like okay well we got to go back yep. on that but this little right, slip right. I was like okay I got to look that up and sure enough that. there's that's that an excellent catch it's when Lando bumps into Han Solo uh, and says something about his maneuvers at the Battle of Tanab and it was <laughs> so good such man. a random <laughs> damn damn thing. deep cuts uh, I love it that's what makes so it awesome I, I love it it does it does but. But he's like, he's got hearing problems, but we call him brown eyes. <laughs> what? That's, that's, his new, that's his new thing forever yeah. and ever now. And, and, they, and they start walking away and the officer's like, I don't remember uh, dismissing you. Uh, and we're like, oh, oh here we go. go. And he Game said, over. you guys were the pilots of uh, that transport that made it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we are. He's like, well, you're the only ones who made it back today. Let's grab a drink. Oh, no. Like, this reminded me. I don't know if everyone here has seen Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Oh, yeah, Dude, you're going yes. right where I thought too, man. 100%. Where it was uh, down in the uh, in that the uh, the basement bar yes. in the little yes. French town, and, and the, the SS officer is like, would you care to sit down? And they're like, oh, God. Or even the beginning of that movie where they're drinking a glass of milk or whatever. You know? Yeah, right. Oh, right, uh, right. Even the yeah. beginning of the movie. Yeah, totally. Just, oh, my God. So much tension. So much tension. There must be a little bit like the scene with Buffalo Bill. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) 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 Wow. If we were doing like random bingo about references of films, that you just would have won. (laughs) Three times over. Yes. This is the other moment because I again I thought the same thing about Inglorious Bastards where the tension is being built along the way. Yeah, uh, and the same. Uh, the other thing is also totally. felt like another Western uh, trope, you know, where yes. they know there's something going down. And I kept mm-hmm. thinking back of things like uh, Unforgiven and Silverado yes. and some of these yes. Western moments where yep. somebody's coming to take care of something and they know they're getting sniffed out and it's yep. going to end bad. And mm-hmm. right, I, I, it still surprised me. I did not see it coming. Uh, I really would have loved him Mayfield to say. Uh, boring conversation anyway like that would have been yeah. that would have like would pushed have me over the back. edge but still yes. like seeing how that whole thing plays out but there's a lot in there too so please take us through what that conversation yes. goes um, into it is great so it's like so what what should we toast to and and uh mayfield's mm-hmm. like well what about operation cinder yeah so this is a, a as, as curtis said this was a great drop so operation cinder was first referenced operation in cinder. um uh, in a graphic novel called Shattered Empire that was released in the lead up to Force Awakens. This is when they started kind of rebuilding the new canon. Um, and then it's mentioned again. Well, it's kind of the the whole subject of the Battlefront Two campaign. So mm-hmm, Operation right. Cinder was kind of the Empire's contingency plan after the Emperor died, where he instructed a bunch of... Uh, privileged imperial a few privileged imperial officers to basically lay waste to the galaxy and uh, kind of uh, along along with burning down the rebellion burning down the empire so Mm. we can rebuild it 
in an image worthy of the emperor. Sure. Really twisted yeah. revenge plot with, with no real end game other than kind of a, you know, the birth of a more fanatical I actually wanted to empire. clarify something about that, too, because, you know, again, we, we've Daniel talked about this before. Daniel does not know how to read. I don't read. No, you can't read. You're right, exactly. <laughs> let's, be, let's clarify. Um, so, so... I mean, of course, I played the video game, so I know what Operation Cinder is. But yeah. did was he always planning on this in case he died, or was this like he was already planning on Operation Cinder regardless if he died or not? No, Cinder Cinder was a contingency specifically for his death, and the fact that which he is had interesting the foresight, that he like, yeah, that he had the foresight that he would have that he was probably going to get killed, right? And I, and, and well, I Go caught some. I caught something today as I was kind of diving into it a little bit deeper. But mm-hmm. now that we have Rise of Skywalker behind us, yes, right. there, there, there seemed to be some thinking that this was in effect going to pave the way so that when mm-hmm. he ultimately came back, there would be no mm-hmm. competition. Like so, sure. So it seems like a bit of a retcon in some ways, but you know that's not uncommon in in, yeah. in no, some of the storytelling. And, and, and and that's a very great point. It tracks. It's it's weeding out the disloyal ones, right? Because the, the the loyal ones will follow this this order to the letter, and and Is in many Thrawn cases that that meant burning. One? We don't know yet. That meant burning like uh, loyal <laughs> imperial worlds to the ground to yeah. to make a to to send a message, and we get kind of an interesting bit of 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 world building color here, uh, where Mayfeld says. Uh, I served mm-hmm. under you at Burnin Khan, which uh, we we haven't heard of. We haven't heard of this this planet before. Burning Man. Burning Man. <laughs> I served under you at Burning it's a big Man. Big festival. Big festival for the Imperial <laughs> forces. Imperial Equally disturbing, festival. but entirely different. Everybody gets naked and has, does a lot of drugs. It's right. Crazy time. Crazy time. And uh, and Officer Hess says, "Oh, that was a hard day. I had to make a lot of tough decisions." And he says it kind of in a kind of a wistful, but uh-huh. very yeah. like we did what we had to do sort of thing. And Mayfeld's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we, five, lo- we lost the whole people. division. It was yeah. like five to 10,000 men. And you kind of see the disdain starting to build mm-hmm. a very triggering moment for, for Mayfeld. Yeah. And they kind of have an interesting back and forth uh, that begins to kind of paint the new end game of the empire, at least at this moment. Where uh, he says, "Well, it was a small sacrifice for the greater good," um, and 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 think about what what we're doing here. The the new republic is in disarray, and with all of the Radonia that we're collecting here, we're going to have enough to create havoc that'll make Burn and Khan pale in comparison. And what will the galaxy do when faced with that chaos again? They'll come back to us, like mm-hmm. like like a like a a. So they want like order. Stockholm yeah, syndrome want almost. Order. Right. Like you yeah. think they want freedom, but they want order. Mm-hmm. Right. And 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 Mayfeld is is not. <laughs> I don't like this. what you just said. I, I don't like that one bit. <laughs> I have to say that and, uh, Bill uh, Burr completely like because I like him fine. I think he's like a funny dude in this part, but um, yeah, he was fantastic mm-hmm. in this scene. He absolutely like. For a little yeah. bit, yeah, this was like, I'm going to say something like, yeah, there like were a few moments a in this episode scene. where I was like, eh, I just feel like, you know, I'm watching a stand-up, like, be in a Star Wars movie, and that's fine. Right, right, right. Star Wars uh, TV show. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he really, he really brought it 
in this scene and dug in. um like I want to see like searing searing rage but like really rage, just just under the skin like, right just under the surface that's why it's effective like hurt yeah. and sorrow and yeah like I can't and shame. The shame there that like the I shame. can't believe yeah. I served under you and was a part of this problem <laughs> um but yeah he was great so I just what have to I say done? that I really 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 enjoyed him in this scene no I mean that's I agree I did too and uh yeah, shame. I mean, uh, he, shame. he served in a division. They let 10,000 troops die. That's what the Empire has always been. But even now, they're even more radical as we kind of move towards that First Order kind of brand of fascism. Mm-hmm. These are just, it does not matter. But it, it, just, manpower oops, is of no consequence. Sorry. Um, oh, my God. Were your friends there? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Whoops. So as Hess goes to raise his glass to... Uh, Toast the Empire, Mayfeld puts one right in his chest. Boom! Oh my God. Which is like, it's just so great too, because that's the other thing. Like, I mean, like another great turnaround. Because I was just like, oh, they're they're introducing this new character that's going to be around for us. One sec. Nope. Nope. Right. <laughs> JK. JK. Lol. Precisely yeah. one second. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I loved this, the the uh, the stormtrooper so, with the tray. So good. <laughs> oh, like, I know. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh Wait, my God. God. Should I should I should I call someone? <laughs> Wait, was that a misfire? Is something yeah. wrong? I don't. Oh, somebody should get that checked. Are you okay? We also um. we also brushed by the mm. the office space uh, callback. No. Did you guys Wait, pick up on this? He says, "I love Office Space." He says, "We gotta oh go finish our TPS reports." Oh my god, he totally did! <laughs> Why did I? Oh totally my god! Miss that? <laughs> <laughs> I I paused it and I just died. I was like, "Oh man, hey, come on, we gotta funny. finish that, up those TPS reports." And I was that like, "That did oh, not hit me until just that's now." God bless you. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to come yeah. in on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So good. I say that all the time, and every now and then someone goes, ha okay, yeah, I saw that movie, you know, and, I, like, they threw I, that oh in, man, and I was like, so this is great. beyond amazing. <laughs> that is so funny. Wow, I'm surprised I didn't yeah. pick that They're up. They're having too much fun with this. They're having way too much fun here. Right, <laughs> exactly. Um, now it's so, so the uh, <laughs> the saloon shootout begins, and... Uh, uh, Mayfeld hands yeah. Amanda the helmet and says, I never that saw your face. That's such a great moment. It's great. Yeah. And he yeah. turns away. This never happened. And this he never turns happened. Away and this never happened. And but the fact that it also is that he called him brown eyes specifically, he's just like, yeah. oh, I'm looking at your eyes. I know what color they are. Wow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but but e- even a guy like Mayfeld, who <laughs> we had come to know as kind of just a, a, a mercenary who couldn't be shamed, doesn't care mm-hmm. about anything but the next job. And, and here he is being honorable and... Mm-hmm. And uh, seemingly making up for past transgressions. Yeah. Um, so that was a great Boba, moment. Now we got this guy. I mean, what the heck? I know. Everybody's redeeming themselves. <laughs> um, so they kick open a window and get out on the ledge. And lucky for them, Fennec and Cara Dune the got their snipers so out great. covering them. And they ra- – so <laughs> great. as they Because this whole facility is also a dam, which right. is a great touch. We haven't seen a Star Wars dam before. Yeah. Um, 
Empire harvesting hydropower. Good for them. Sure. Very eco-friendly empire. Very eco-friendly. How many fish died under their watch, I wonder? (laughs) Could be coolant, too. Maybe that, you know. Could be. Could very well be. Yeah. And, uh, but they, uh, they radio up to Boba and said, start your run. And Slave One takes off. I love, again, every time I just. The angle of him, like, laying down in his chair mm-hmm. first and then like having it come up is very Just also very cool yeah so great so as they make their way to the roof uh fennec and cara dune are picking off the anti-aircraft guns which looked a lot mm-hmm. like old german aircraft anti-aircraft guns from like world war Two. i mean yeah. I, yeah. again yeah. kind of using that world war Two imagery mm-hmm. which star wars has always kind of used as inspiration but um, Mm -hmm. but we hadn't really seen an anti-aircraft battery before which is kind of cool to see that they get to the roof and in swoops boba and uh does a cool little maneuver with the ship and uh they jump off the roof onto the ramp and this is where mayfeld asks for uh, mando to to pass him a rifle (laughs) pass me that (laughs) rifle there and he uh he detonates the containers of Radonia. Yes. Sexy then, shot he just did there. And it got a great, yeah, a very, very s- slick shot. Mm-hmm. And then he turns to Mando and says, we have to, uh, we all we all need to sleep at night. Yeah, which is Which great. is like th- the line of the episode for him because. Truly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just shame, like we were saying. He's got right. so much guilt for, for what he's done in his past and he's making up for it in a small way here. Um, but we're not done yet. Uh, they are pursued by a couple TIE fighters. <laughs> and this was the moment I squealed during this episode. Oh, me too. Me too. And, and I, I, I thought, I, I thought like it was going to happen, but I wasn't sure. And, and Boba's like, hang on. He presses a button on the console and out of the back of the mm-hmm. ship flies a seismic charge. I tell you, it's probably one of the coolest so cool. sound effects that Star Wars has In ever seen. I rewatched, Star Wars. I rewatched 100%. it. Like yeah. 100%. And you'll remember back to Attack of the Clones. You d- it's just fantastic. Yes. And you'll remember just the you'll remember back to Attack the... of the Clones in the, uh, so cool. in the asteroid field around Geonosis where Obi-Wan is chasing after Jango Fett and, and young Boba. And the seismic charges, as Daniel just <laughs> demonstrated, the going, sound <laughs> is... <laughs> So great. So good. Takes out the TIE fighters. Um, they land, and um, and Mayfeld kind of assumes he's going back to prison <laughs> after he's fulfilled he's like, this All job. All right, go ahead and, and tough me. And you get this great moment of Kara turning to Mando and being like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you know, I think he died in the in a construct in, in a what a shame in the mining accident, and it's just too bad and." He's like, they, Wait, they let him walk away. You, they, you mean I can go? <laughs> I'm free. free. <laughs> and they quite literally, they quite literally just let him walk off. On and, this uh, desolate planet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like, Could you at least <laughs> give me a ride back to where? Okay, no. All doesn't right, have a rifle, doesn't have any supplies nope. of any kind. <laughs> but and they didn't kill everybody on that base. And so... Right. <laughs> And he walked around without his helmet on. So good luck. Yeah. So, so good luck to you, Mayfeld. We appreciate yeah, the help. We're gonna come back to him. He's gonna be like a like a jungle king or something like that. <laughs> right. Have like right. Mayfeld, the Star Wars story. Rambo. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. like Rambo. <laughs> yes, Rambo. I'm I'm down. Sure. Oh, sure. 
Uh, so then we cut to a shot of of Gideon's light cruiser. Oh my god! And, and he's it. informed by one of his uh, deck officers that uh, he has a transmission that he needs to see. And who is it? Wants to talk to you. Um. None other than Mando, who repeats almost yep. verbatim the speech Gideon gives in the final so episode good. of I just Chapter Eight, where he. Uh, he basically says, I'm coming for the kid, and mm-hmm. he means more to me than you will ever know. Yeah, Which that is got so me so special good. too. <laughs> you and don't know what he means to me. That's <laughs> my son. But it had a very taken vibe to it. It's like no matter. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Exactly. Oh, no. But actually. <laughs> Let him live. Gideon is like, what is going on? Like, uh, this is a <sighs> No, he Smoking looked them death scared. Sticks. He looked super spooked. Yeah, the deadpan. Like, was all, oh, how does he? Oh, how no. does he even have access to to us? There's so many yes. questions. You gave him my number. Gave, <laughs> how do you this remember? Is a private line verbatim. <laughs> and uh, and then it it cuts to black, and we are left with the. Uh, with, with the promise of Mando going after his baby boy. Oh, my baby boy. There's one episode left. I can't There's even... Can you believe it? I can't so even depressing. bring myself to believe that this was the penultimate episode and yeah. I know. coming on the final episode. And I feel like there's so much to wrap up. Uh, yes. So, so that's, oh, yeah. that's my question. Is like, Do you think that they will or do you think it's just going to be a big old cliffhanger? I well, think there and, will be some cliff hanging, but hanging somewhere. Some cliff hanging somewhere. That being but, said, I mean, there, there was a very definitive end to the last season. Like it yes. felt very triumphant, yes. but there was like a little bit of a tease. So Curtis, but we'll this, rope you into this because we've had this discussion before. I think it was in our last episode where it kind of felt like this this entire season of Mandalorian has felt very structurally similar to Avengers Endgame, where mm-hmm. you have the main plot, mm-hmm. the main goal, and then them planting all of these little seeds for offshoot series where different questions will be asked and, yeah. and answer, you know, answered. So we got announcements just yesterday of an Ahsoka series set mm-hmm. during the timeline of the Mandalorian, a a New Republic Rangers series, uh, again, set during the same period. And uh, we already know with Ahsoka and company, she's got her side quest of locating Admiral Thrawn and Ezra. And, Ezra. and, mm-hmm. and I don't know what Rangers will be about, but um, all of this feels like it's going to culminate in something. So I think we'll get... Uh, at least resolution on getting the child back and maybe getting a very clear vision of what they intend to do with him. Uh, I'm, I think they're going to leave us on a big cliffhanger until Christmas Day 2021. Oh. And it's going to be Grogu going to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I agree. I think... Uh, I mean, I have lots of thoughts on on things like even just going to Filoni and Favreau and their positioning now moving forward. And and so the story group and I think, you know, on the inner workings of this, like I think this whole season is I think you're exactly right. I think it was uh, when they saw success of the first one. And, and I do believe some of these elements of the story. I, I firmly believe Ahsoka was always coming back. You know, this oh, yeah. is 
This yeah. is Filoni building on his world that he kind of, mm-hmm. while Lucas sure gave his thumb of approval, uh, Ahsoka and Clone Wars is is Filoni's story, and so this yeah, is that's his, that's his baby. Yeah. It's expanding his storytelling, which it needs to. Like that's where we're yeah, going. Yeah. Yes. Um, so so I think uh, I think yes, there and and normally in any other fashion, I would probably feel used and abused, but <laughs> but. <laughs> But I'm okay with it because I, yeah. I, I, I have nothing but the utmost trust in Same. Favreau and Filoni in this. Yes. Um, nothing is going to happen without their involvement and their storytelling right, yeah. so far has been. Now I think I think uh, you had talked about Ahsoka's thing. I think the the uh, what is it the Republic the uh, New Republic. Republic Rangers. I think yeah. that's going to be. I think Gina's going to helm some of that. I think she's yeah. going to kind of mm-hmm. be a big piece of that. Yeah. Um, uh, we might, you know, we're going to see there's those, those pilots, you know, one of those pilot guys in that con- I mean, I think some of those yes. things that popped yes. up, oh, totally. they're going to be kind of taking that in a different direction. No, the yeah. other thing about this episode, Maybe Filoni will actually make a, an appearance in there. As yeah. Well. Right. I know. In the Western vibe, I thought two episodes ago that this was going to start taking a magnificent seven turn where we mm-hmm. start to see this team of people built up taking us now the fact that Mayfield has stepped off we're more queued up to like a wild bunch feel of like four or five mm-hmm. people which yeah. again was another movie where these four or five cowboys come together and right. defeat these awful Mexican army that was killing all their people and right, right, um, right. Um, so so that I feel like there's this turn here where maybe maybe we'll see um, uh, Catan come back we may see yes. um uh, we may see Ahsoka come back. I don't know. Uh, I feel like she'll probably come back. Yeah. Maybe. Th- there's a clincher here of some sort, right? Um, yeah. That's got to at least leave us wanting more, but also like wrapping this up in mm-hmm. some way. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I've also thought, too, like uh, when, when we talk about whoever Grogu sent this signal out to, right, I right. keep coming back to Cal. I feel yes. like it's yeah. Cal. I think it's Cal too. Yeah, we agree with yeah. you. It's, the uh, more I think about I have, it, I think. Well, and the yep. fact that he yeah. was like that, that they were involved. The, the whole the whole like theme of that film um, was about like the uh, force sensitive youth, you know. Right. And this 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 is seemingly one of those creatures. Well, and they used you know? so much. And it's again, it's no accident, especially in in the last episode. They've been using so much imagery from fallen order so yeah mm-hmm. true with, so with all the you know the, the force runes and yep. mm-hmm. and and kind of the the the, the force field that uh, the old, surrounds old, grogu um, i was like this the, I, I don't know why this just feels like uh yeah we agree with we're you Cal, Cal more ancient jedi stuff which is kind well of i mean right. legitimately and, when you save the game and he meditates like it's that yeah, it's blue that. orb around him. <laughs> yeah, like true. it's the yeah, exact true. same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred so, yeah, percent. Yeah. And Filoni's about new storytelling, yeah. and so yes. I think I think it would do this whole new arc disservice to to go back and pull in Luke or pull in some somebody yeah. from yeah. the Skywalker saga. Like I, yeah. we're charting something new, and you know, Cal. I mean, here's here's my you know envelope to the head prediction. I feel like Cal mm. is the one that saved Grogu. That's where I'm going to go with. That, yeah, I totally. So I, I, can I see think that. Cal is the one that saved Grogu. And I think uh, something else happened in the meantime of all that. But I think Cal, because age wise, they match up. Mm. They, he would have been training at the temple at the same time. Grogu right. would have been. So I sure. think I think Cal's the, the and and not to mention the guy who plays Cal is 
right smack dab in the same age group that we would see him as the yeah, actor exactly. for stepping into this. So and and we've talked about him. He's a very gifted on screen actor. I mean, he totally. he, just, he just played the Joker in Gotham, and yep. uh, so he he's a, a perfect fit. He motion captured the role, and he's a perfect yeah, he fit face. to step into this. But that video game is getting a sequel. Yep. So yep. right, right. You you might be very onto something here, Curtis. Where <laughs> this could be <laughs> mission I mean, number one: save Grogu. For, you know, save <laughs> save these four sensitive children from the Empire. And um, I, I would say another thread, and we've talked about this a little bit as well, is the whole cloning aspect and the emphasis that's been placed on it uh, recently. But the reintroduction of Boba mm-hmm. um, being a, a, an altered clone himself. Uh, yep the whole plot line of, of them wanting to harvest Grogu's DNA of the, the announcement of the bad batch series, which will continue following the clone legacy into the empire and what it looks like when the clones were phased out. Uh, And then you have rise of Skywalker where uh, we find Snoke clones. And then that the emperor was able to clone himself. And Mm -hmm. there's such an emphasis on that particular plot point that, uh, uh, Again, not accidental, and I even if it's not wrapped up this season, I think that'll be heavily involved with next season as they kind of bridge this era of Star Wars to the sequel series and uh, endless possibilities. Yeah. Well, as we know, with I'm... everything Filoni, nothing is done without thought. He doesn't miss anything. Nothing no. is no. done just to, for the sake of the doing it. Everything has purpose. Ultra... So amount of care yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. he he uh he's the godfather right now right like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's just this uh this handoff you know you know and, and lucas always did a great job if you go back at four five and six when he brought uh kirshner in to do empire and yeah. you know, he, and, and then kasdan was was by his side through all of that right. you've always kind of <laughs> there the two there are always you know uh yeah. so <laughs> like we've got these two again favreau and and filoni and um what I really appreciate is their their honor to the story group, and so when you when we yeah. we can talk about this because they've done a great job at threading this stuff yep. together, uh, right. which I will say, personally, I I I began to have my own doubts at at Last Jedi, um, and even at Rise of Skywalker, I was a bit left wanting and trying to say what's happening, but what, yeah. what, what, now what what <laughs> yeah right what 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 uh, now we've moved forward a bit where it's like okay. I'm, I'm actually, wait a second. Now, now we're starting to see the full picture come to life. Yep. And yep. this is where it really starts to get fun again, because now we have kind of all these pieces. And again, Filoni's the guy mm-hmm. that sees yep. all of those. Yep. And so yeah, he, he and Favreau are basically serving the Kevin Feige role for, yep. for Lucasfilm exactly. right now. And they are well served for it. Um, just putting all the rubber bands. There's together, connective yeah. tissue. I but, think we're in for but, some uh, really great stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, oh Yeah. The implications. I think we're really and 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 all of these these great directors with with very different vision very different styles outside of Star Wars being allowed to bring their perspective in and and that is so wonderful uh, and they they kind of have the umbrella to do it under now where we know what point mm-hmm. A is and we seemingly know what point B is but paint with any colors in your palette to get us there and yeah and uh, we're in for some you pretty exciting times. I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> well, and we've said this before. Like Dino has quoted this many times. Like, there's so many f- different flavors of Star Wars, and mm. um, 
you know you just have to if you if you love what star wars is finding your specific flavor that you like and right uh, yeah we're just we really are living in the golden age of star wars getting all of this content it feels like it who would have thought it's a who would have thought it's amazing so exciting what a dream well um that's that's chapter 15 and uh and we I, are we like, are headed for the precipice oh, here I'm next so Thursday. I'm sad. Oh, yeah. I'm really so is. worried too. Yeah, I'm worried. It's gonna I'm be nervous. Really worried. Seemingly, I hope it's really longer worried. too. Oh my gosh, like I'm really hoping for. Know, can we get so a 90 short. minute one? Can we get it's just one? If it's an, at least 58 yes. to you know 65 yes. minutes, would be really yes, great. Please, uh, yes, please. I'm hoping for that. Oh my gosh. Me too. Also. Um. Curtis, like I'm so yes, so happy. Yes, thank you, that you so much us. for coming on today, Curtis. We are we so honored really, you're here. It's been um, so I fun. am honored to be here. I Ooh. love. I'm the fact that we get to geek out for, like this Ugh. and like throw all the mud against the wall is so cathartic for my soul. <laughs> this is great. I, agreed. <laughs> and and yeah. say the word. You are you are always welcome back. And, Truly. And ladies and gentlemen, as we said at the top. Uh, Curtis is the host of Beyond the Backlot, and it's a series on YouTube with an accompanying podcast, uh, which you can find pretty much the same places you can find ours. So please check it out. It is so Thank good. You. If you love movies, all the movies you grew up with, they cover it. Um, and Curtis, before we let you go, when we've had guests on this uh, yes. show, we have asked them to do an impression of a Tauntaun. So that's your final task. And, so. and you may not leave until you produce one. Please. The, le- the less you think about the it, the floor the is yours. Yes, is let the, her uh, rip. Well, is this a English tauntaun or a... Uh, <laughs> Whatever. A Bavarian tauntaun. A Bavarian tauntaun or a tauntaun as it's constipated yeah. or dying. Uh, yes. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to do my best. Here we go. Are yep. you ready? <clears throat> there are no wrong answers. <laughs> Uh, that's my best. That's my best. <laughs> and, it, and it is spectacular. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll do. do. That'll do. Yeah. That'll, that'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Inside the Tauntauna Star Wars Podcast. I'm Dino. I'm Alyssa. I'm Daniel. And I'm Curtis. May the Force be with you. Always. Always. <laughs>